0: All right, welcome to the Buckeye Blitz on Fans 3 Sports, powered by DSP Media. I'm Jeff Fiddoff. Tito, they call me. You can follow me on the X. At Fit Happens, we have so much to get into today. By the way, uh, fans3sports.com is the website. You can download the app, free app. Fans 3 Sports app, available for Apple and Android for round-the-clock programming on the go. The Fans 3 Sports app, go check it out. Uh, fans 3 Sports Facebook group, also out there. Interact with hosts and other fans or not or unfans if they want to bash us that's fine whatever go there and check it out though a lot of great shows look we've just had the scott hamilton show wonderful show that scott hamilton does covers kind of the acc sec region for us but has a lot of great guests on his show so again make sure fancy sports.com is where to go and the fantasy sports app for apple and android all right buckeyes get the win 23-3 over indiana on the road in bloomington open the season 1-0 with a conference road win so there's a lot of ways to look at this game with Indiana, and I, I'm okay if you're disappointed. I'm disappointed too, as well, in the um, the fact that Ohio State, there were a lot of things that did not that they did not do well on Saturday against Indiana. Uh, i I didn't like the play calling. I I thought they were way too conservative. Ryan Day um, was, I think, way too conservative in that. And there were a lot of chances downfield. Marvin Harrison had three catches, or two catches. Emeka Buka had three. That should never happen in an Ohio State football game, uh, especially if weather's not a factor, which it was not, obviously, in that win. So um, I probably play calling. The offensive line had too many issues there. Uh, Those were the big things that stood out to me in this game. Ohio State should have bullied, overpowered, Indiana, and they did. not So, but I'm not ready to like sky is falling, push the panic button kind of thing yet with Ohio State. And there's ways you compare the Ohio State performance. I know that like, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Oregon, I think put up 81 points or whatever, you know, Oklahoma 70, whatever it was, all these different um, other schools had big first weeks. But if you look at their opponent, a lot of times, first of all, they were at home. Alabama had a great game at home. Michigan was at home. Uh, Georgia at home. Oklahoma. All these teams had home games, which would have made a difference in this situation. They were also non-conference games against a lot of FCS schools, schools that were not of the same level as Indiana. Not that Indiana was great. They're not. I'm not trying to say they were. But, so you've got to kind of keep things in context that way. I know Ohio State dropped two spots from three to five in the AP poll, uh, but there's a lot of ways you can break this game down. I've always said that it's great. It's, I'm sorry, it's not great. It's better to go into practice after when you get a lot of things to work on after a win than if you have a lot of things to work on after a loss. And Ohio State has a lot of things to work on after a win, which is fine. It gives them a chance to kind of recalibrate. They've got a couple of games right now. They've got uh, Youngstown State on Saturday, Western Kentucky the following week to where they can probably work out a lot or work on a lot of things that were considered deficient in the game against Indiana. Let's start off with one thing, though. I want to talk about this first. I heard Ryan Day, by the way, and Jim Knowles both spoke to the media um, on Tuesday. We'll get into some of that, but I'll kind of sprinkle it in as I'm going through all this. But one of the interesting things about this was they've got new clock rules in college football where they're trying to speed up the game. So they used to always stop the clock on a first down no matter what. Until the ball was placed, they go going again. They don't do that anymore now except for the last couple of minutes of the half and last couple of minutes of the game. So because of that, that also cuts down on possessions. Ohio State against Indiana last year had 15 offensive possessions. This year, they had 10. And part of that was because of the new rules. Now, Ohio State certainly could have more possessions if their defense had held more three and outs. I get all that. But nonetheless, just something to think about, though. They only had 10 offensive possessions this year versus 15 last year. That will play into how things go. Should have scored more than 23 points. Totally understand that. Totally agree with that 1,000%. The offensive line play, and even Ryan Day admitted this as well, but it was inefficient. I think it's a word that that Ryan Day used when he was talking about the offensive line. And Joshua Simmons is a big part of that as well. Um, he, the, the San Diego state transfer had, um, some missteps out there. There were too many times where Indiana's defense got, and I talked about this before my last podcast, when I was looking at, one thing I was going to watch for was when running backs had their first contact and it needed to be not behind the line of scrimmage, but after the line of scrimmage too, but far too often, Indiana defense, Indiana's defense was in the backfield for Ohio state before the running back got to the line of scrimmage. That was a problem. And Joshua Simmons' side of the line was a big issue there. They have to work on that. They're going to spend these next few weeks, next couple of weeks, really, I guess, now, um, working with the rotations. What makes the most sense? There was there were too many. Uh, there was a third and two run, another third and two run, where it just didn't work. And Ohio State's got to get better. And even Ryan did acknowledge that in his press conference um, when he met with the media on Tuesday that they need to impose their will more at the offensive line position. That's what they have to do. No doubt about that. Uh, He did also say that um, Kyle McCord is going to start again, which no surprise there against Youngstown State. He wants to play Devin Brown more. Going into this uh, game against Indiana, the the belief was that Devin Brown would get significant significant snaps, and Kyle McCord ended up taking 64 of the 70 snaps. Um, McCord got a few snaps into the first half and then a few at the end of the game didn't throw the ball until the end of the game. And they acknowledge that he wants to get Devin Brown more snaps in this game. And I totally understand that. It makes perfect sense. The offense, again, very inefficient. Uh, Marvin Harrison, eight targets is all he had in the game uh, for the, the couple of catches. That's, that should never happen. He was open downfield a couple of times. And McCord just didn't throw it out there to him. So either it was by design or not. Uh, the I think the Kyle McCord played better than he's getting credit for but certainly did not play great, did not play great at all against Indiana. Um, when Brian Day was asked about that, he says he's trying not to draw, to draw hard lines with a starter quarterback. So although Kyle McCord is the quarterback, he is a starting quarterback this week against Youngstown State, it still sounds like there's a chance that Devin Brown could take over the starter role at some point. We'll see what happens. I know that he wants, um, I, I know that I know that Ryan Day wants to have an established starter in there. He doesn't want a quarterback looking over his shoulder all the time. So we'll see what happens with that. But a couple of guys that uh, graded out as champions. Uh, By the way, on the offensive line, the only offensive line that graded out as champion was Josh Fryer. That was according to Ryan Day in his press conference also. Uh, Another thing Ryan Day said that was also very encouraging, he said that nothing he saw on film, uh, he didn't see on film that isn't correctable. So it, it sounds like, in his opinion, Ohio State, it's not they didn't have the talent they just didn't execute the way they were supposed to and things are correctable in there um he did want to see better execution he did say in that as well uh josh proctor was uh, graded out as a champion as well on the defensive side uh, look there's a lot of things to love about the defense they gave up three points uh, 153 total yards is all they gave up against indiana and if you look at the other schools that played and we talked about alabama georgia michigan whatever go down the line and look at them that played against weaker opponents and at home Ohio State still gave up fewer yards than those schools did. Um, Ohio State also gave only eight first downs. So there's a lot of positives to draw from that. I wish they had produced a turnover, a couple of turnovers in there, and um, I want to see more of that going forward. I love what Sonny Styles did. But bottom line on this team is they need to run the ball better. Uh, Chip Training was great, by the way. I love what he did out of the backfield. Kate Stover was fantastic at the tight end position. Led the team in receiving uh, receptions and receiving yards in the game as well. But these next two games, Youngstown State and Western Kentucky, are going to be critical. Ohio State's got a lot to work on before the Notre Dame game coming up in South Bend later on this month. Uh, Notre Dame's looked good in their first couple of games here. Uh, Notre Dame's got a big one at NC State this week, but Ohio State has to focus on a lot of things they have to work on to get better with, and part of it's going to be finding the right rotation with that offensive line the play calling has got to get better more creative they had they can't be afraid to take shots downfield they seem to be afraid to do that a little bit um, on Saturday so those are big things as well Uh, I I love what the defense is doing again it's it wasn't perfect but it I, I wouldn't give it an A plus. I give it an A though. The defense looked that good um, on Saturday against Indiana, and uh, Indiana will be uh, the next two weeks. The offense is weaker than they played. Ohio State played than they did against Indiana, but they've got to get better and ready for Notre Dame. Uh, the uh, we'll see. So we'll, we'll have to follow all of that. There's so many things to watch for with this Youngstown State game. We'll preview that more coming up. But uh, the Buckeyes, though, I, I I do believe Kyle McCord. Needs to be given the opportunity to throw the ball downfield a little more. Marvin Harrison and, and, and Mecca Buka have to get involved more in this offense. That is key to this team. Running game still as well. Travion Henderson had burst, but didn't look great all the time. Um, and again, the defensive, the, the offensive line, though is going to be a key. we got to keep watching on that as well. So um, 23-3, wasn't a great win, but it was a win. And if Ohio State's 11-0 when they go into play Michigan and Ann Arbor on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we'll forget about this game. This game will not come up again if Ohio State continues to take care of business. Not going to be easy. But uh, we'll talk more about the Youngstown State game coming up. Ohio State again, fifth in the country, 23-3 win on the road at Indiana. I'll take a road win in the Big Ten no matter what the score is, almost any day of the week, that's fine for me. But, uh, again, this is uh, Buckeye Blitz on fantasy Sports. Go through, and by the way, follow us. Go find the app. Download it. It's free. Um, it is the FanStream Sports app. It's available for Apple and Android. Go to FanStreamSports.com as well. There's so many great shows on this network. Do it. Check it out. Thanks for your support. Like, listen, share, subscribe. Do all those things. We'll talk again soon. It's a Buckeye Blitz. I'm Jeff Fitoff right here on FanStream Sports.